0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Overseas Famous Podcast. Here with Javon Smith. Uh, Javon played college basketball uh, multiple places. Now is trying to get his pro career started. So the cool thing is, we're going to kind of take you into the mindset of an athlete who uh, is is getting into that pro experience and the you know the grind that he has to commit to. Uh, the things that he has to do, and the people who he can trust and who he can't trust, who are out there, because we talk a lot about scammers, and uh, you know there's a lot of them. So, Javon, thanks for joining the show.
1: Hey, no problem. Thanks so, for having me, inviting me.
0: Of course, yeah. So, first thing, you go through the process. You kind of were part of that COVID, COVID years, which we've all talked, we've talked about a lot in the show how difficult that has been for for an athlete to kind of go through that. You graduate. What was your first step when you got done college and you were looking to play pro ball?
1: Um, My very first step was, like, to uh, connect with an agent that was trustworthy. But the many scams out there, unfortunately, I was getting scammed by paying money out, out of my pocket to agents and no contracts, you know, approval.
0: It's crazy how many uh, agents there are out there and how difficult it was. So what was your vetting process when you went into this process to try to find an agent? Because I always talk, a lot of people I know are are real big on trying to help people find the correct path without, you know, going into these scammers because they're everywhere and they're preying on, you know, young athletes. What was your vetting process when you went in and were like, let's get going Let's get this, a good agent who's going to mm-hmm. find me a job.
1: Well, I was um, self-motivated. Um, and I just try to do everything on my own. Just like try to reach out to people on like LinkedIn, source or social media in any type of way. And, um, and it just seemed like they were just setting me up for a scam, man. <laughs> man. How
0: did, how did you know that? Like what, what, were there any tips or were there, was there any, glaring things where you're like holy shit this doesn't seem right this seems too good be, good to be true when you were going through this process
1: yeah um, one time um, I was paying the agent for six months straight and he said after that six months I'm gonna be guaranteed a contract and he was showing me different teams that was interested in me in different countries like France and you know Spain and stuff like that but it wasn't legit man he was he had his own little plot scheme that's crazy
0: because i've heard yeah. a lot of these stories of uh, these these so-called agents coming up and being like here pay me and Ooh. and we'll get this we'll get this done and it's it's crazy a lot of people don't really realize that the play overseas basketball you know there's a lot that goes into it because we've all talked about it's the wild west over there so when you go I, in you're like getting me a job let's get a job And you, it's not like the NBA where you're like, okay, I I can check, verify this on this source and this source. It's like, oh, there's a team in Kazakhstan who wants you. And you're like, how the, how the fuck am I supposed to know the difference between that? What am I supposed to, I I don't know anything about the country. So you have to kind of trust those people. And when the people Mm -hmm. aren't trustworthy, it's really difficult. Yeah, sir. So you go in, how did you get into the a, a situation where you're like, okay, this is a person, you know, what was your next step after you kind of got into that scam situation? What what were you thinking? What did you have to do to, to move forward from this situation?
1: Well, unfortunately, like people that was close to me stopped believing in me and stuff because they know I'm this big time basketball player and I shouldn't have paid agents to, um, you know, sign me or whatever, but I didn't know that you know after the college process and stuff, so I had relatives and friends stopped believing in me, and I just kept believing in myself um going into camps and stuff. I tried to get myself into camps. it was the same thing, it was like a whole scam. they wanted me to pay like three thousand dollars to go play in Armenia for a camp and stuff, and uh, Unfortunately, I wanted my money back, and I paid the three thousand dollars, and they didn't give me my money back. So, you know, the the guy from the camp blocked me from Vegas and it was just man, it just sucks. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can't believe that. That's uh it's wild. And we'll I you know, we'll we'll throw some throw some names up here. We'll get all that information so we can throw some stuff on on here to kind of let people know who to look yeah. out for in that in that scamming. We'll talk after and you know, kind of figure that out. For uh, sure. Because, Yeah, we want to we want to try to expose as many as we as we can. So what, we'll get everybody. <laughs> yeah, get them all. What brought you then after that Armenia? How did you get into a situation where you're kind of like, okay, I'm I'm starting to move forward with the
1: big three, and you know, getting yeah. a good tryout for a league of that magnitude. Um, I just started working with my degree. You know, um, I had to make some source of income. You know, just giving everybody my income you know, with these scams, so um, I started um, helping out like autism kids. Um, I was a registered behavior therapist uh, for my city, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so, um, you know, I, I I did that for like three, four months and um, got some checks back and um, invested into the big three with $500 and stuff and went far on for that. Wow,
0: that's crazy. <clears throat>
1: First off, talk about
0: what it says about you as a person to be going through these struggles and to be going through these mental things (laughs) where you're like, this sucks, but be able to go back and and give back to, you know, a wonderful community and, uh, you know, have such a a esteemed title and an esteemed thing where you can really help out, help out the place that, that, you know, you were raised in. That's a very, very admirable and uh, a really cool quality to show that, You know, some people would just, you know, pack it in and be like, you know, there's a lot of giving up, especially when you get caught on the other side of those scams, but you're just kept grinding. So that's uh, really great to hear.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, the grind is real. I mean, if you really love something, you'll do anything in front to get in that position. So that's how I feel with basketball. I just, uh, you know, I know my story will be heard one day. So I, I know if I just, you know, break my back for basketball right now, you know, stay conditioned and stay in the gym and stay around reliable people to help me out. Uh, my time would be coming around. So I just stay inspired and I, I was also a volunteer coach for a local high school team at uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and just helping out freely and just, you know, I just, I, I need that help back. And so I know it's going to come in my, my favor one day. So I stay patient and hopeful and push through perseverance. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, you give it. I, I'm a big believer if you give into this world that you get back and uh, yeah, you have to kind of kind of give to get back. And I think overseas athletes definitely uh, know that and guys, you know, so when you go into the big three, you go into the tryout, you get a really yeah. good look. Did that what was that like in terms of being that was that that first time where you're like, OK, like th- this is a really good league. This is, you know, top Talent, these are huge guys who are stars in the NBA. How, when you were competing and being like, okay, I can hold my own, how was that in terms of boosting your confidence?
1: Man, it was like a, a big momentum. It's just like playing against like the biggest NBA players, Jamario Moon and, you know, Dewan Blair, for instance. It was like, and then me like pulling off my my craft, being able to uh, show them what I got and show them my athleticism, my shot, and my handle off the dribble is just man it was just like remarkable because they you know they said something about it like they gave me uh insight like man keep going with this and they followed me on social media and man we became friends in just like six seven months
0: that's incredible and now how are you able to leverage that you know those that networking because everything is about networking uh, a lot of it is who you know especially with the overseas game it's who you know it's you know what agent you know that you can trust that would would take you know take an initiative and and help you out uh so how did that let you leverage that and that network into you know creating new opportunities for your professional career
1: like my guy Cory Edwards man you know uh i just had to show him that trustworthy and just you know just um follow along the path of complete the, uh, the test he, he gave me, call on time, call call after and stuff, and let him know that I'm in a gym and then show him videos of me working out and things like that. Man, that, that gained so much exposure. And um, he, he then was able to connect me with, you know, Mike Bibby or, um, you know, Jamario Moon or the Big Three or something like that. Like, of course, Lee Edwards, man, he he showed that big heart of him. Big harder heads and really got the job done for me. Put me in a position, you know, that I ain't think I I'd be able to be without perseverance.
0: It's it is crazy because you you, there's a lot of even I I've noticed it. And I played you know ten years and I hadn't made a lot of good connections. But even with the new players, I noticed that there's you kind of reach out to them and they're like, nah, you're like, they don't even respond. And you're like, man, that's crazy. But guys like course <laughs> who, who have done so much, they're just like giving back and giving back yeah. and giving back and being like, how can I rise uh, these, these athletes? How can I rise up? Uh, you know, what's these, these strong personalities and, and make them great. So shout out to course. Cause he's doing great things. Real. He really is. He's got <laughs> it. Fair. He's got it down. So you're, you know, getting into that, you know, course with Loop Mogul and and all these, uh, having that platform, a platform where, where an athlete can really jump up and and uh, you know get exposure. How is that? Is that helpful when you look at things and you're like, okay, how can I get involved in this Loop Mogul? How can I boost my name and and keep shining? in this world of
1: scammers and non-believers yeah um okay like like um can you repeat the question Like, oh yeah yeah
0: so like how does loop mogul create <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh like a pl- platform like loot mogul how will that create a, a better opportunity for you a player like you to get exposure and to to
1: shine into the next level um, I guess like just stay like encouragement and um well a lot gotta be with uh self motivation, so I just wake up every day and just um I pray and I exercise, you know get my heart heart rate pumping and do like twenty five push ups you know, just gotta stay self motivated I watch a lot of youtube, I mean I'm talking about a lot of YouTube, talk about three four hours worth of like the um like the old people and stuff like Kobe Tim Hardaway. Um, just w- watching structure. Yeah, so that 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 self motivation right there, man.
0: Not that I'm knocking YouTube, but I'm YouTube is crazy these days with the ads. I've never yeah. I'm like on, you know we'll hop on YouTube here and there, and it's like I I don't have the ad free because I don't watch it enough. But yeah. it's crazy how many ads. It's like I can't get through like a twelve minute video without like ten ads popping up. So YouTube is. I don't know. It's I'm not going to badmouth YouTube or make you badmouth YouTube. It was just an observation I'm throwing out there as I see uh YouTube kind of coming up with a you know really pushing that free platform by you know throwing a ton of ads at it. So the uh I got I got
1: one more thing to add too. Yeah, go ahead. Um got to do uh things unusual as well, you know, to, to be in the uh the greatest moments um I like I ride the I ride the bike to get around because I'm an athlete, but like for condition to get to the gym, the YMCA, for instance, or even to um work, man, work with the kids, you know. So um, I, I really and I run hills and you know like to run the sand and stuff. So I do a lot of unusual work to to be a beast mode man and stay in condition and stay in shape.
0: A lot of people don't really realize that how how much effort a it takes to be a professional athlete and what you have to commit to. But on top of that, when you're not playing or you're trying to chase that dream or where you don't currently have that contract, it's not only are you working the, the, the effort of a professional athlete, you're also working a secondary job and yes. people don't realize that. Cause you've got to be ready to go, especially <laughs> when you get the call from a team overseas. It's like, if you just show up, and you're not in top physical shape that first week. It's like, all right, we'll send you home and find someone. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's so cutthroat. So how do you how do you maintain that that effort as an athlete, as well as the effort, uh, you know, to to keep keeping money in your pocket even while you're chasing this dream?
1: Right. Um Ooh. I mean, um, my life always been through like some adversity, you know, uh, when I was 17, I left um my hometown to go chase my dreams and play at prep school basketball. And, um, and just like the push and stuff from the coaches, you know, they, they had us run and like condition, like three, four o'clock in the morning. That was, that was kind of different because you no know, high school kid really doing that. But I had to leave the state in order to get better in those ways. So it helped push me to a different level. And, do stuff uh, by myself like run the stairs on one leg and just just be more athletic <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's great i i just it yeah. is it is like i said it's very admirable to kind of you know see how much adversity when and people don't really think about that like when you almost are groomed to be a basketball player and you have that pedigree there's a lot of young yeah. moments where you're just shipped off and you have to go somewhere where you're not really comfortable with and you know the normal person doesn't really understand that that lifestyle where everything's you're you're living one way and then it's just constantly changing, <laughs> constantly changing. You can't even get used to things. So that's yeah. it's definitely tough, but it definitely prepared you for this uh, for this particular moment.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely hard to balance out like work and uh, being an athlete. But man, if you want something, you gotta you gotta manage it, man. You gotta keep the balance. Hundred percent.
0: So yeah. a con. So you right now, your next step. You've gone through all this. You went through the big three. You've grown that network. What is your next step to trying to achieve that dream? To try to keep going with that contract, chasing that contract.
1: Um. Uh, well, um. Yeah. Like I uh, invested in myself. I'm just waiting to hear back from um, different opportunities, and um, you know, get with my man, of course, the Edwards, um, uh, to see, you know. When um, the training camp is, I'm really much prepared for that, man. Just I'm ready to be in that position, help out the team, and be a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and there's in, so in many... the basketball world. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you know, no, that's hard.
0: So, in this competitive market, people talk about gap years and things like that how do you how how do you go in uh, like and because the biggest thing is probably everything that you're going to have to do now is going to be into a camp or a tryout or something like that what is yeah. your mindset when you go into something like that because it's not there's no guarantee so when you walk into a new situation and you know that you're going to have to take a week or so to to really show them and prove to them what you have what do you have to? What do you say to someone who's who's willing to take that chance on you?
1: Ooh, um, man, I'm just like to show them my um, my body type and man, just go all out and overlap people if I have to, like sprints or just go up and above for the sport and just like take knowledge of it as well, ask questions and um make sure I get the X's and the O's down packed on the play so I could be the best teammate for my uh, teammates.
0: I think that's a that's something that like you said you just hit on something that that really does uh no no one really thinks about is not only you have to be in physical shape not only do you have to be the best not only do you have to be the guy who's going to score and rebound every shot yeah. but you also have to learn a completely new offense and you have to get it down yes. real quick i always think of it like even high school you had like a you know a week or two to kind of be like, all right, what am where am I going? But you can't have that glitch. Like you got to go home. It's like studying a playbook for football. You get that playbook, but we don't get a playbook. They just run it right. through a few times. I remember going home, <laughs> drawing plays up and being like, All right, where do I go? Where do I go? Because <laughs> you're sitting over there, you have tons of time. But that's right. such a crazy thing to think. Like, you gotta know that play, you're not gonna know this. It's it's just so much information that's put on you real quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, as well as being um yeah, as well as like tying your skills with the plays and stuff so yeah it's it's a lot
0: it is yeah. so you're you have uh you know upcoming upcoming workouts upcoming uh camps and things like that where you're you're trying to prove uh again when you go into these situations especially having, you know, that underdog mentality. Is that something that you really relish that underdog mentality? You walk in, you're like, listen, you've been there. I haven't yet. Guess what? I'm going to I'm still going to kick your ass.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, I I bring that momentum on my my shoulder and like I feel like I'm the best in the uh in the house when I'm there. So, um, uh, I bring a, you know, I feel like I'm I'm the underdog, but I feel like I'm the top dog as well. <laughs> yeah. I I keep f- my um my attitude. I keep my attitude all nice and stuff, but I, I turn to a whole monster when I'm playing. So <laughs> that's
0: it's it's such a crazy. I always compare us to like the Incredible Hulk. Like you have got to be the nicest guy. You got to you know be cordial and kind off the court when you step on that's that right court. In. It's like the Incredible Hulk's got to come <laughs> out, and you got to be willing to like rip people <laughs> apart. And people are just yep. like even people I talk to now. They're like. Well, you you know you're you're nice and stuff. I was like, yeah, but when I was playing, I was I just was able to snap it on and snap it off. This like crazy person came out, and I was like, wow. And I look back at videos like, wow, I was it like a nut job? But you know, sometimes you kind of have to have that split personality. It's like you're almost groomed to have a split personality, which you know could be dangerous in the long run with all this like crazy crazy people. But you yeah, know, I think we can control it and manage it. Mm-hmm. So True. <laughs> the first off, I love the bike riding too. I'm like a big proprietor of <laughs> riding my bike. I love it. Yeah, it's, sir. Like, it's like my favorite thing. So just hop it out and ride your bike, getting around. Uh, it's like the, it's there's, there's nothing better. And, you know, like you said, when you're an athlete, you, it's like a little extra cardio just to kind of get from place to place. It makes it easier. It's also, you're, you're kind of working while you're getting from uh, from spot to spot and I remember yeah. I, I asked for a bike one year. I was in Poland mm. and I was like, can I have a bike? Because I had a driver and he was just weird. I was like, I can just ride my ride a bike over and they're just like, no, there was like too many legal things they were worried about. But I would ride a uh, bike hey. all day. I love it. Yeah, because uh
1: like the little the little stuff don't matter to me right now, like me, like um, you know, traveling on the bike, uh, for instance, like, like that, because I know like in the bigger picture. You know, um Just I'm just I just love the condition, man. I just I just think <laughs> about the bigger picture <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Javon, it's been awesome, like you said, you're trying to get your that your story out. You're trying to get your information out. we're gonna we're gonna I'll talk to, we're gonna get those scammers, and we're gonna kind of expose them <laughs> because little by little, I think, you know, everyone who can kind of, see that these people are not on the up and up and just trying to make money off people I think it's you know it's a travesty but uh, Javon your ability to kind of push through those difficult things and keep getting better and not letting it affect you is, uh, is great and we wish you best of luck
1: thank you man thank you for having me on the, on the show man of course thank you
0: Javon alright thank you thanks